0: God. You are listening to the Ball is in God podcast, sponsored by 316 Club. Yes, my Ball is in God family. Welcome back to the Ball is in God podcast. I'm your host, Kenji Gore. Alongside we have our co-host, our brother, KJ. Welcome, brother. And today we have our special guest. But before that, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all of that beautiful stuff. Um, but we are back today with another brother in Christ. Trevor Chalaba, as we're going to welcome him and get into his football and faith. Um, We're really looking forward to hear that. But KJ, welcome, brother. Welcome back. We're back, man.
1: Yeah, we're back, man. Always excited to be on this pod. I love everything that Borders and Guards is about, everything we do. And I'm here to talk to some of the guys that can do the best thing in the world, which is play football at at an elite level. Uh, Let's not get it twisted here, folks. These guys are top notch, top 1%. I would say the world at what they do. So I absolutely love it. And obviously today's guest is Trevor Chalaba. Guys, if you don't know him, for some wh- whatever reason that you don't, if you don't know him, he is a Chelsea player playing in the Premier League right now. Uh, he can play centre-back. He can play right-back. He can play CDM. Come on now. He is a very talented player. He's on the rise. And I'm excited to where his career is going to get to. But we're going to talk about his career we're going to talk about his faith. We're going to talk about how he's doing in the Chelsea team right now and much, much more coming up. Uh, but I'm excited. I know Kenji's excited. Uh, Trev, how are you doing? Welcome to the pod.
2: Yeah, it's good to be here. Good to be here. You know, and obviously, you know how special, how it is good for, for, for um people to come on here and obviously express their faith, tell us about their journey. And yeah, I'm excited to, to, to share it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, again, I'm pretty sure everyone's excited to see uh you on here today. hundred percent. Right, we're just gonna go into it. So obviously you you've you've uh you've come through the Chelsea ranks, um, but to to do that you've had to like Come through living in South London. Uh, you 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 was been you've been there for a very long time. Uh, you was born in Serie alone if I don't uh, from yeah. uh, mistaken. Mm. Yeah. You was born over there. Came over here at a very young age. And what was it like, like like living in South London? Uh, coming through and then obviously joining the Chelsea Academy, which also your brother plays for as well, or played for at the time as well. So so yeah, what was that like growing up in South London? Yeah,
2: it was. Well, I grew up I grew up in Gypsy Hill near Crystal yeah. Palace. And yeah, the, the area I was living in was just football based. Like everyone just wanted to play football, and there's literally like a cage near where I li- near where we lived. And literally every day after school or when we had free time, like around six o'clock, we'll have kickoff time at six. Everyone goes to the cage, and yeah, no matter what age, tall, big, small, like we all. I was playing with guys that was probably eight years older than me at the time, and yeah, we'll just go go out there and just literally just enjoy enjoy the time we have together playing football. See you can not make see you can you can wait to each other off the ball and stuff like that. But yeah, it was um it was very good growing up there. Then obviously <clears throat> um it's all started when my older brother, there was a park near where where we lived called Norwood Park. And he he went there for like like I think it was like a community football, and there was a couple of teams there, and he ended up getting scouted for um from Fulham. And I remember it was from then, because before all the caged-up football. I never really liked football. Like, I used to just go out, just ride a bike, just do normal stuff with my friends. Mm. But then ever since then, my brother got scouted and I started to take it more serious. And I said, like, wow, maybe this could be something I, like I, I'd like to do. And I'll say it's because of that reason my brother started. That's why I really started getting into wow. the football thing.
0: Wow, okay, man. Nice. That's, that's really interesting, man. That's really, really interesting. Obviously, uh, your brother still playing, now playing at the highest level um but how was that for you though having a brother that's th- that's kind of living that life with you
2: yeah it was it was very good Not because not many football players as you know have that that um that brother or that someone they can look up to that's obviously played as well played 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 the same level and yeah it was for me it always helped me like times when i needed help he would dare, he, like after mm-hmm. every game or training session like we'll, he asked me how i was training and like how did it go if you, or if you went and watched my games when I was younger, we will sit down and talk. Obviously, him having the experience is, it's good to to learn from, from from obviously someone that's that's played and even till now, like we're learn, we're learning he's learning off me, I'm learning off him. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter about the age or the experience, we're learning off each other, and yeah, it's it's really good having someone to look up to and to be able to talk to you about. <clears throat> yeah, because that's uh, amazing. he's
1: at West Brom now, ain't he? Like, yeah, uh... he's at West Brom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he's in my ends yeah all right bring up Birmingham and that come on now um <laughs> yeah he's, he's in my ends right now but you, you, growing up in South London you said you, you guys you you went to the cage a lot and you guys did it like South Hon- South London is like such a hub for like talented mm. footballers like you know Rio Ferdinand did a documentary on it uh you've got like players like Jaden Sancho's he's come from that side of London as well and it's John as well played- John
0: John, J- Jaffe,
1: yeah, I think John, yeah, John. Yeah, of course. John Jaza. is also from South London as well, and we all know how talented he is. So, like, have you played like growing up? Did you play with some of the players that we see playing now in Professional? Um, oh,
2: I can't remember some of the names though, but uh, it is quite a few. Yeah, yeah, I know my mother played with quite a few, like Zaha and people like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. no, no, there was quite there's quite a few. Um, players that are playing now, like Eze as well, he's one of them, Tammy, mm. Reese I Nelson, mean, yeah. Julian Sanchez, you know, like there's loads yeah. of us that that's playing right now. And it's good to see, you know, because as you said, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent in South London. And I think it's just that the way we played football was a bit more raw, like mm. a bit more raw based, like literally in the cage or on the concrete, no matter where, we'll just go and play and just enjoy. Yeah.
1: I figure that's going to be a plan for me, you know, when I have uh, sons. I'm um, going to move to South London because clearly something's <laughs> happening down there. Maybe it's just the area. Maybe that's the what the magic is happening, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just happening down There's
2: there. There's
0: an anointing there, bro. <laughs>
1: so I'm just going to go down there, take my son and be like, here's your chance to make it. I don't know how, but you'll do it
2: because,
1: <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Um, but yeah, that's that's amazing
2: to hear.
0: That is, that's actually lit, man. That's so, so lit. Um, but obviously, like, so you... What age were you when you moved to Chelsea then?
2: Um, so, I remember when, obviously then when I saw my brother getting to when he got scouted, I then started playing at, at school football. Playing a lot of school football there and going to tournaments and stuff like that. Then Fulham came in as well. Like mm. They they wanted me to go for Charles but then obviously my brother at that time left Fulham to go to Chelsea. So, he was at Chelsea at this time. So, Chelsea bought him and he was at Chelsea at this time. And obviously, the scout that scouted him at Fulham, a guy called Ray Rembridge. She found out that um, Fulham wanted um, to take me on trials. He said, "Ah, oh, for me to to go Chelsea instead." So it started. So I got. Uh, I was at Chelsea. I used to play. So before that, I was playing for a team called Cannons FC in Norbury. I was a striker back then. then yeah, he came <laughs> and to watch. really? Yeah, I, was, I was a striker. I was a striker <laughs> back then. But uh, yeah, then it was from there. He just told me to go to to Chelsea instead of Fulham. Then it all started from there. I got to Chelsea when I was eight, nine. I was okay. playing with the likes of Declan Rice, Mason mom all those guys. Mm. Same age group. Right, yeah, you know had a good what, age group, man.
1: Yeah. You know what you guys, um, you know what the fans call like your academy? They'll call it La, La, Cabum.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> La Cabum, yeah. Why, like, why, so why? Many, so many players, so many talent profers. Yeah. It's so they, they,
1: we call it La because, um because there's so much talent coming out of there. It's like in Barcelona, La Masia. Yeah, 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 So that's what it is. That's what it is. It's a play on words from uh, the Barca academy as well. So yeah, we call it uh, La Caba. And uh, to be fair, I can see why Chelsea have got like probably one of the best academies in the world. You guys Mm. just just churn out talent after talent after talent, whether it's being through the academy system from grassroots or if you like buy young players in. Obviously, with like the, the likes of Kevin De Bruyne coming through the academy and. And um, how you see how he's grown, Trevor coming through the grassroots um, route as well, Reese James, Mason Mount, as we said, Tammy Abraham. So, so yeah, Chelsea's academy mm. is insane. Um, before we get into, yeah. you know, your know, just how your faith started, what was it like being part of the Chelsea academy at such a young
2: age? Hey, it was amazing, you know. And obviously the transition from Sunday league football to academy football, it was... For me, I would say from nine to, like, on the nines to about under 14, 15, it was really, it was like, a real struggle for me because mm. they were just technically good. Like, the same thing with my brother. He had all the... Because remember, I never really liked football. So, for me, I'd had to work. I think with that mm. that that period there from under nine to under fourteens was really tough because other players, obviously, the Masons, the had the technique, like, they they were there before me. And, and for me, like, it was tough because, obviously, I was so big as well didn't really have that type of training. So from there it was that period there was really tough. But it's all about work, you know, and I put in the hard work. So I remember some days when I have a bad training session. Um because the guy that scouted me called Ray would take me, uh would um, pick me up from school and take me to training. The times I had training now, after training I'll come in the back of the car, start crying, say I'm not good enough, mm. like this is too hard, this is that. But yeah, like he helped me a lot in my journey. In that transition period he just said like keep going keep working and that's when I just kept on believing myself and working I'll was, I was say from under 15s and I started to really like believe in myself and pick up.
0: Wow man that's so amazing to hear bro because there's so many there's so many people along your journey that help you in your destiny mm. you know we call it destiny helpers you know like these people that just continue to pop up out of nowhere that you're like this guy's helped me through so much like for example the, the Ray in your life and the, and your brother as well to experience what you're going through with your brother is so amazing. Like for me, I had my dad, he was also a professional footballer. So he experienced everything that I was going through that I, and I always find it so, so tough. And I look at other people's situations and, and players that I like colleagues that I play with. And I'm thinking like, wow, like, who do you go to? Like, what do you have in your life to, 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 To speak about these things, because you're one of the players that you know made it into the first team. But obviously, with the with the talent that was there at Chelsea, that's one of the hardest things to do break into the first team. Um, what for you was that was that was that piece for you to actually break it? Like, what was also the biggest challenge from you breaking into that first team as well? Had
2: is obviously man, see my brother do it. He managed to do it, so that. the, the inner confidence of, like, you know what? Like, if my brother can do it and if I work hard and keep, then surely one day. I've always had that because, you know what? Obviously, I'm just talking about, like, the faith side. Whatever comes through, like, out of your mouth is very, very powerful, you know? So, you got you got to be positive. You can't say I'm not good enough. You can't say I can't do this. So, I've always had these positive things coming out of my mouth and, yeah, just believing, like, once you have that in your mind, just stick with it no matter what anyone tells you because I've had a lot of people like school teachers as well. I remember back in school say, "Oh, like you're not gonna make it. This is that. Make sure you focus on school." But it's important for for younger players to to have that mindset, like as in not to be shaken or anything. But yeah, I think my brother give me that piece of knowing that if he's done it, then I can do it. Knowing that I can get a lot of help from him because he's he was in the process and he's done it. And we talk a lot, so I think that that's 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 what helped me a lot
0: wow man i love that because the word of god says man there's power in your tongue life and death is in the power of the tongue man and we can speak life or we can speak death and that's so encouraging to hear bro that you've always got that positive um attitude especially like when you've seen it done before and that's why i want to encourage anyone that's listening to this as well right now like if you know it's been done before you know that you can do it as well you know if there is a young baller listening to this like you can do it. If there's a young, young Christian out there listening to this, like you can do it, you know? Just wanted to, to just share that just, as well, man. Just
1: add on to that, even Bombay, not only has it been done before, the battle's already won. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if we can go into those, those situations where it's young ballers or footballers uh, going into their next club, or if they're going to make it, break through to the first team, where it's just people just going through whatever challenges, just know that Jesus already got the victory. So when yeah. you have mm-hmm. that mindset Literally, you can do anything, because the no. battle is won, the war is won, and we just have to have that confidence in Christ that uh, that that we'll make it through to to whatever destination God has for us. So, so yeah, that, that true man. true words, Ken, true words. Uh, speaking on that, uh, Jesus is obviously a big part of, of our lives and, and your life especially as well. And we just we just want to know what was the start of that? How did your faith journey? I've and always your start. I've always,
2: obviously, growing up and obviously coming from Sierra Leone and my family, we've always been really religious and, and things like that. But um, <clears throat> I think the start of the journey, obviously, I believed in Jesus and all of this, but I, was, I wasn't I was close enough to him, I think. I think if I was close enough back then, that time I had that, from, obviously, I was quite young as well, but from that nine till 14 period, because it was very tough, like... But then again, I had my brother to to help me. But um, I was thinking, yeah, back then, as I said, I believed in God, believed in Jesus, but I wasn't. There's one thing believing, but there's one thing. There's another thing being actually close and and like feeling His presence. And I think that didn't mm. start until I'd say after my first loan after Ipswich. Mm. My first loan, I was seventeen, eighteen. I think that's when I really started to. To then go more into it, but then yeah, it grew as time went on for sure. It yeah. grew, and obviously now I put him first in everything I do. Like as you guys know, he's we've got to put put don't let ourselves go first, but put him first in everything we do. Then we will see the works he do, he does in our lives.
1: So what was it about the time at Ipswich slash time after Ipswich that really started to drive think, you? Because that
2: Ipswich it was. That was my first time going to men's football from mm. academy into men's, and that was another top period. But it wasn't the same as what I had when I was younger, because this this championship footballs, you know, it's two games a week. Mm. Struggling mm. physically for the first two months, struggling physically, mentally as well. I'm thinking, oh, how am I going to be able to do this? Like I was sometimes play, I sometimes get taken off half time and stuff like that. Well, that will affect obviously affects players, but then I don't know. It's just. I just started to pray more for some reason. Mm. Asking for your strength. Like, I'm going for a tough period right now. I just I just want your strength. I just want your presence in me right now. And then ever since that day, you just, as I said, I just felt something. I don't know what it was, as you you guys have obviously obviously experienced the feeling, but it's indescribable.
1: Mm.
2: Like, but then that's what just then lifted me up. Then I ended up playing almost 44 games at for Ipswich and having a good season. So
0: and that was at 18?
2: Yeah, my first long.
0: Wow, man. Wow. Go on, KJ. I feel like you've got something to say there.
1: No, it's just... it's just. I just appreciate hearing um, your guys' journey from a like, young age because uh, at very young age, a lot of things have been thrown onto you guys. You know what I mean? You've, you've got to deal with the media coverage. You've got to deal with outside pressures uh, within your lives. You've got to deal with actually mentally dealing with Am I good enough to play at this mm. level? And just hearing, just hearing your, your the fact that the thing, your place that you went to at such a young age was actually no. Christ is one that gives me strength. I know that I can't do this by myself. I just, I just appreciate that. And young, mm. young, young guys, young men, young women listening to this, like remember that. Like when life is difficult, you can go to many, many different things. You can go to all the things the world has, but nothing will match what God and Christ can give you nothing mm. can match it the strength the 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 refreshment the determination uh the comfort and the love that you get from god is 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 second to none so that's, that's
2: what I, i'll just uh. i see I, I see as a stepping song. like even back then i'll say i'm even stronger than stronger now than back then because obviously because obviously we're, we're all imperfect you know we're not perfect we're all going to make slip ups and obviously at that young age 17 18 as you said when you surround yourself when you when you look at the worldly stuff, when you look at the, the what the world can brings you, you can sometimes get sucked in. And obviously we've all, we all sin every day. And obviously I made mistakes and this is that, but as I said, it's a stepping stone. That's what I pray to God every day mm-hmm. to, to 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 make me, because there's always more that you can learn. There's always more mm-hmm. you can, like it is not, it's, it's never enough. So, Every time I pray is ask awesome to just give me that strength to keep learning more and more, and as I said, obviously coming to Chelsea now is that that's another bigger step, so there's more more pressure, more delight on you, more worldly things distractions coming so that's why every day I just pray for that like to so just give me the strength to 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 go through these things like this
0: Wow man, that's so true bro like even as you were just speaking there k j it was like I just look back at my career and look back at the things that I did when. Things weren't going well. You know, I used to gamble, you know, go out to the nightclub to try and get my mind off things and uh-huh. just go to so many different places and to try and fill that void that I was feeling because I wasn't being appreciated at football. So, leading into that, like, how do you pick yourself up after a loss or after a bad performance or after something that you I'll experience? Say-
2: I'll say, as you said back then, I would have done all of that—clubbing, gambling, drinking, girls. That's what players and not just players, like human beings. That's what—that's what we mm-hmm. think that's going to bring you. That's just, thats thats nothing like that. It's, it's not happiness. Like it's just, it—it's it's, like—it's like a quick buzz, but then you don't. At the end of it, like you just feel empty still. And as I said, now that I've come up, I've stopped that life. Now it's just like. I just see it as, as you said, he's already won the battle. We're not, there's going to be good days, there's going to be bad days. It's just, it's just normal. Like, you're not going to have every day perfect. But for me, I see it as I'm always going to be happy, no matter what, because I know Jesus and Jesus is in my life. And that's how I see it. As, I don't see it as, oh, oh, we've lost the game. Like, as I said, it's always to be, it's always good to be positive. As I said, like, speaking positive things, keeping positive, no matter what the situation is. Because if, if you do that, then... Just, like it's, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Like good things are gonna start happening, but you just need to stick with it, you know.
1: Yeah, I nah, hear you know what you know what's there's some fans might listen to this and be like, Oh, is he saying they don't care that he loses? Like, no, they yeah. he, he cares he cares that he loses, you know what obviously, I mean? I care, but
2: at the end of the day, once that game is done, obviously you can reflect and I do a lot of reflection watching my game, how can I improve? But once it's done, it's gone, there's nothing I can do apart from just focus on the next game, think positive, I'm gonna do well with this game, like just gotta take every step by step. I can't worry about tomorrow when today's not finished. You know, it says it's in the Bible, can't yeah. worry about whatever. Because we haven't even finished today, so I don't think about the future. I think what can I do now to then help for the next game? But forget, forget what's what's happened in the past. Try and be positive and just focus yeah, on yeah. it.
1: I, I don't know if you know um, many many fans who taught you directly, but after one loss and there's a week between a game, it's like the, you're in the mud. You're in the pit. It feel like, for fans. It feels like it's like the worst thing. So when sometimes I, I remember with at times with um, like players like Paul Pogba, players with like like Jack Grealish and all these different players who are notorious for doing things outside of football, it, it, fans get this sense of they don't care as much as we care. You know what I mean? Or they get, they get the sense of why is. Why is he out there doing that when he should be in training to make up for the fact that he just lost it? The- and I some fans some, some don't even that's, like you guys like smiling. It's mad.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's mad because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. I'm the same as these. I'm the same, yeah. exact same as these fans. Like, we're going to need time to reflect. We're going to need time to not just forget about football. Like, the things... Obviously, you're not going to... Obviously, not going to win every, every, every week, but you're going to need time to yourself, time to reflect, time to take in mind off things. Like, Constantly, just, just football, 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 football. Like sometimes you need to just relax and just. But as you said, like for fans, they say, "Oh, you
1: should be training. you Should be training. Get ready for your next game."
2: <laughs> like we're gonna get tired as so we can't train every single every single hour. Like we're normal human beings, but we have feelings as well, you know. So that's what I just yeah, see yeah. as. But yeah, it,
1: it, it makes me laugh because I work with uh, I work with football fans a lot, and because they don't interact with you guys as much, it's like. You guys really think they should be in the in the rooms crying and then don't come out and all they do is train. It's alright. Listen, if, being, about robots. <laughs> yeah, literally like robots, like yeah. FIFA man. Like being around you guys now, uh, my mindset towards like those kind of things is is different. Yeah, I still get I still get vex when Man United lose. I'm still like, <sighs> I still feel it in my soul. But then I got to remember, yeah, these guys are living their life as much as uh, as much as uh, as much as I am. So yeah um thank you for sharing that because hopefully it gives people a perspective perspective probably not because we're like like i said football fans we can be mad sometimes we just love the teams we love the players that much where just it's an overriding passion but yeah guys please i'll say it every week until i turn blue tech time you know what i'm saying tech Mm. time with the guys man Tech time with the
0: guys so true man Mm. so true but even with that bro like Something that I get challenged with a lot is like all the ups and downs of it all. Like one day you're the guy, the next week you're no one, the next week everyone's talking about you, man of the match. The next week you're the worst, you should be sold. You know, and like how do you how do you go about that in yourself and also in very, your spiritual very, very, very journey?
2: Question because as you said, like a couple games within. Whoa, yeah, trouble, travel, travel about this is this. this. Top CB, for ten CB, whatever in the, in the league right now. This is that, but then the moment you have that one bad game, it's just boom. Just just forgot. Literally just forgot about what the ten games, ten good games you had. And for us players, as you, as I was saying, we have feelings, you know. Like obviously, it's good not to focus on that, but it's, of of course, we're gonna feel it a little bit. But um, but yeah, for me, I just I'm not, I'm not as you know, not perfect. I'm gonna try and do my best every game. Like I'm not gonna not try it. Like, we all All players try it. But at the same time, we just need that support from, from the fans, you know? Like, he's going to try and do it his best, but he, we've got to understand they can't 100%, play 100% all the time. And and that's what, those type of things affect a lot of young players. And for me, I'll just say to young players, don't look into it too much. Like, because it'd be the same people that praise you, the same people that don't praise you just after one game. So, I just said, just don't look more. In, just don't look into it. More. Don't let that affect you. As I said, just knowing your mind. Yeah, you know when you play good or not. You know what you need to do. Just be positive all the time, and that's mm. how I ask. I feel
1: that, man. I feel that. I I am working on myself every single day when it comes to football. Because oh, yeah, I love you. I love. I just love it, man. I just love it. Um, but you spoke about your mentality there and um, the mind frame to to be in uh, while you're while no matter what situation you're in but before a game how do you prepare spiritually how do you get into the 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 right mindset to then go on and perform the best that you can do
2: for me i'll just talk about my 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 actual routine even before a game like if it's in the in the weeks i'll wake up 7 30 every morning to pray and listen Mm -hmm. to gospel music then obviously get 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 into training but i'll say the same thing leading up to so on the day of the match, they do the same 7:30 wake up, gospel music, pray. Then, obviously, on the coach, gospel music leading into the game. Have a quick prayer before when, before wearing, putting on the Chelsea kit, or whatever, pray on it, put it on. Then, obviously, let's ask for his strength also to, to, to guide me. For me, I don't ask him to play well, like, I just ask for his, for his protection and just to guide me through the game. Let me come off injury free. I think that's 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 the main prayer for me in my football career for him to to give me an injury for your career, then obviously give me the strength, then I'll just go out there and try and do my best. So Amen, what, bro. what means I can pray.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: I've got a question for you, Kenji, actually. Do you mm. feel that same way in terms of there's only so much God can do when you're playing football? Like, because like, obviously... There might even be Christians on both sides. So mm-hmm. both people play praying for them to That's win.
2: Exactly like... what I said. Like they're both praying to like I'm not gonna pray to win because they, the other team will be probably doing the same thing. But mm-hmm. individually, I say as individual, like as in ask for his protection, guide me through this game, may I come off injury free? Win or lose, I still thank you. That's mm-hmm. the main thing. But because you win, oh thank you, but when you lose or well, you don't say nothing like win or lose, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. For injury free for me like i don't wanna be the star man or whatever i just wanna give my all try my best and just come off injury free you know
0: yeah it's so interesting we we speaking on this cuz i was reflecting on i've been reflecting on this and in the beginning like in the beginning of my faith journey it was like lord man in the match performances goals nice. assists oh. mm. give me this give me that give me this give me that and as i've matured in my faith it's like i'm stepping onto the pitch reflecting him So now it's like, Lord, use me to impact people like however you want to use me, like use me to break chains right now on this pitch. If this is with goals, if this is with assists, if this is with you shining through me, regardless of what I do, just I want you to shine through me. And I noticed a huge shift in my performances. I noticed a huge shift inside of me when I've just realized that when I step on the pitch, like the atmosphere changes. And that's not me trying to just big up myself. This is just how I noticed a big shift in myself um, of how God is using me. So now it's like, it's we, it's not I, it's like yeah. we. It's like we're in this together. Um, and that was the, that was a big shift for me, KJ. I
1: that. That's interesting to hear because um, I remember John, on our podcast, the first one we did, um, he um, tell a story of he was on a hat trick and he got a pen mm. and he had to. He basically, in the end, he was arguing with his teammate to let him take the pen, but then he ends up giving it to his teammate and he um, did he score? I think he might have missed. I think he might have missed in there, but I'm not too sure. I asked John that, but he then spoke about how through that action he ended up connecting with a Christian who, who was watching the game on TV mm. or in the crowds or something like that. So uh, it's, it's, it's mad how when you go into the mindset of actually re- representing God on the football pitch, you winning or losing oh, is, is inconsequential in in, in in the grand scheme of things because he might be using you to touch a fan, maybe even touch a player or a coach or a physio. Like there's more to it than just, I'm going to go on and because I'm a Christian, I'm going to win the game, and because I win football, people will believe in Christ. Like, I do, it doesn't work like it doesn't mm-hmm. work like, just like that.
2: the striker that scored in the goal against yeah, Nottingham. The one that, um, yeah, wow, yeah. It. It's beautiful like, that's yeah, yeah. touching. Like, a lot of mint, like, thousands of people see that, like, amazing. Start asking questions, or oh wow, or, or like, for me, that's yeah, you just feel that. Like, when I saw that, I was just it made me so happy, you know. No, yeah, I,
1: I was going, I, I saw Kenji.
0: Yeah, it was lit. It
2: it was I was lit. like, yo,
1: Kenji, look, up, look what uh, did. And he, it was two, lit, like, he a and got the yeah, It
0: was lit. Stadium. But even as you just said there, like, yeah. it was so crazy because one of my teammates, um, his sister is a pastor. And she came, so his sister and her a, and a husband, and they came to the game and they said to my teammate that Kenji, there's something about him, like, I know like there's something about him and that's how God confirmed that he shines through me because there was nothing that I did on the pitch I didn't score, I didn't assist, I didn't get man in a match like it was just God reflecting me as she saw Christ in me from my performance and that is the, that is the goal and she ended up coming round for dinner and we had like a um, a great fellowship here but it's just these these little things as you just shared there like John had that with his uh, that experience by just um, reflecting Christ through everything that we do
1: yeah man it's it's, it's beautiful the, the life is beautiful and times are hard times are tough but when you've got Christ you can you can make it through 100% um, right we want to bring it we want to bring it now to the, the kind of the present now um, first team at Chelsea uh, made your debut um, in the Super Cup which actually talking about victory he actually won that as well so congrats on that that's been a mad feeling but there's been a lot of change at Chelsea, like ownership um, the, with, the, with the new owner in there. Tad B is his, is his name amongst the fans. Um, new direct sporting directors, loads of new players, new coaches coming in and out. And there's a lot of upheaval in, at Chelsea right now. And I, I, I'm wondering, how have you handled that personally as a player? experiencing all this change and all these different ideas coming through. How have you personally felt about that?
2: Yeah, it's been it's been tough, as you know. Like, it's, it's not easy. The whole structure of the club, changing s- staff members, managers, new players. So it's always going to be tough. But as you said, it's... And it's going to be outside noise as well. Like, as you know, there's going to be a lot of outside noise. But I think the thing that... That us players, that I try to help players, is just stick together and just... Forget the outside noise. Focus on us. As I said, try and do our best because it's not easy, you know. And, yeah, just go out there and try and do our best. Talk to each other. Just make sure we're, we're together because it's on. It's only us that can change things and can help things get better, not the outside. So, it's. I think, I, for, for me, I just literally just focus on the job, focus on what's, what the task is, which is the game and training. That's all we can do. Everything else... Yeah. The manager changes the the new owners, that's that's not in our hands. It's nothing to do with us players. So we just have to focus on the pitch and, and, and the training. That's and that's really what I've done, really. And it's a tough situation, but as I said, just been praying over it every day. It's the main thing. Is
1: there is there a sense of excitement though at the same time? Even though it's hard, there's the the, the players we've brought in, uh Lam like Modric, uh Carney uh coming through as well um Stur Sterling, <laughs> you could literally the list goes Enzo. on. Enzo Fernandez coming through. Surely that there's also must be, even though it's a hard time, there must be a sense of like. That's excitement. the thing.
2: Yeah. Although in this hard moment, as you know, it's always light. There's always going to be light we'll yeah, come up storm, and, and that's how that's how I see it, and that's how I try to help players. And obviously, if they're down, as you know, as a as a Christian myself, I try to pick up players. So there's always a light. Like mm-hmm. we've got the squad. We know. We know. Come next season. Now it's gonna be something different. So, although in all of this that's gone on, we look forward to the future. You know, and know that's gonna be good things coming. as I said, just try to keep positive. Positive is the only way. Because if it's negative, then we're only gonna put ourselves down.
0: I love that, man. I love that. Every the, the biggest thing that I've taken away from you, bro, is it's just being positive.
2: That's you know, it. just
0: being positive and being intentional with what comes out your mouth and what you say. Um, something that I'm really aware of um, at the moment, like just the power of the tongue. Like that's what we've been discussing in Ballers in God recently. That's what we've been discussing um, yeah.
2: internally. But really important as people say, oh yeah, like I know a lot of people go through this very, very hard situation. Maybe harder than what I've been through, as we know about. we just got to find a way to just keep positive because the more bad and all negative you thought, it's just going to make you feel worse and Mm -hmm. all you can do is just make yourself feel good although in tough situations as I said just always believe that there's always a light and there always is I love that man I love that and even
0: like through that you know through the tough times like in the changing rooms and stuff like that like how do you manage like all the negativity like there's certain teammates that are in my team like that are mad negative right mad negative see the bad picture see see the bad things in life like why is this happening to me that victim mode right and it's easy to get into that it's so easy like i but cast me, I, myself like yeah. get into it you know how I mean, do you manage if that if
2: i if i can't help change the situation for I may mean, i just remove myself from the situation mm. you know that's the best thing because what we see what we hear is very important as you know as christians as well that's I don't want to be hearing negative. I don't want to be hearing mm-hmm. this, this moan and this, this. I don't want to be seeing players' body language down. As I said, mm. if I can't help, then I'll just remove that remove yeah. myself's situation. I think that's the best thing. If I was about to say, yeah, because there must
1: be a lot of that right now with certain players who may have been there for a while, maybe have not had the chance that they've had. Um, now seeing new players come in is like, oh that they're, they're, oh, they're coming to replace me, mm. or oh, like I'll do I wanna be here and like that must really have an effect on like the entire team and the entire squad where like you come to, like you want to go to work and you come in, everyone's on job. You know what I mean? Like everyone's just ready to work, putting the best foot forward and do the best that they can do. But what's happening right now, Are there, is it that sense of like some people are putting but in that's, and some people just not thinking or?
2: Cause you know, energy is, is, is a massive I mean, thing. Like, when one player is down or other players down in training or the training is not quite and people are it flows through the whole the whole dressing or the whole team like so i saying it's important as I said to, to I do my best to try and help players and and it's, and it's happened like some players just as i said just to see the 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 other side of things like we're not as I said we're, we still have the opportunity to play of and do our best there's another game that we can and try and do our best is training we're coming in, we're healthy, we're alive, like things like that. Just little things I can, like, we could be in a worse position right now. Like, yeah. Like I said, is, as I said, if I can't help them, I just try to mm. not attach myself too much into that and try, and maybe if they see it in me that I'm always positive, coming in smiling, maybe they'll say, oh, how come Trevor's, he's, he's a bit, oh, we just lost yesterday, but Trevor's still, Rob so still, then as I said, even my actions can, if not my words, my actions can help others, you know?
0: Amen. Amen, and that's the goal, man—to <laughs> to, to let them see Christ through you, bro. So you're doing an amazing job, man. Keep keep doing that, bro, because it's so vital of how you live your life, what you do, so they can keep picking the fruits from you, man. Like that's what I've noticed about myself as well. Like, don't take my fruit and try and put it down people's throats. Like, let them take it from you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let them let it's them take the fruits from come, you.
2: But actions. It's always exactly that man. They might not hear it, but they but they can see their eyes as well. So Mm. I love that. Go on, can you take it, man? Take it.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just really, I'm really encouraged. I'm feeling really, really encouraged, Trev. And the, the question that like is is I'm feeling in my heart is like, so does a specific moment stand out to you of when Jesus really impacted your life?
2: But just in my life, in football, just like... Just in life. life, Is there a specific
0: moment that where Jesus is really presenting himself to you in a way where it's like, now I just know like this is the way.
2: It's through praise and worship i done. I must have been doing praise and worship in my living room around November times. And just, it just felt like the Holy Spirit just come upon me. Wow. Like it was, it's undescribable, man. I started crying as well. Wow. Wait, oh, hey, nah, when the like tears I, when the tears flow. Like I got to the point I was crying, and I was just I just sat down and just said just literally just I could feel something. I just saying thank you. I knew it was him and wow. like I knew it was, that that feeling was crazy. It's one of the best. Take all the all the trophies I won, all the achievements, me making my debut, take all of that away. That feeling there's the best feeling I've had in my life. Wow. Like that just that just peace and happiness, you know. Mm. I and that always
1: that always comes. I don't know about you guys, but it always comes when the tears are flowing. I know there's mm. been times where like I've been you don't even sometimes know that you've got this pressure on your back or there's this pressure this building within you. And then you you go to a you go praise and worship, you go to a service, or you spend your time with friends, or and and, and you start to pray, and then someone will say something, or a lyric will play, or the, the Holy Spirit will speak into your, whole, your into your heart, and then just phew, the water works come, you know. I mean, the water works come, and, and but then yeah. the sense of peace after that is—it's it's the release, it's the—it's <sighs> the letting go, is allowing Jesus to take our burdens away and and give us that light yoke that He has. And, and yeah, I, think I, the, um,
2: that, I think that come at the right time because hmm. obviously November times when we first—that's obviously the start of the season, we we're doing well. But then obviously now in this situation happened, the second half of the season that situation there came because right now I still feel the same although things aren't going wow. well things are going well but I still got that peace in me I still got that positivity in me and like I think that's as I said that will stay with me forever wow
0: it's not I you live but Christ that lives in me man that is just so beautiful bro and that's where peace is man in that presence in that phew, wow that's amazing to hear bro it's amazing to hear
1: been it's been a beautiful pod so far we've got some more time left more questions to ask but yeah guys uh really take this take these these words in uh, try and apply them to your own life because trev is right the positivity positivity the mindset the outlook is so important in our walk and in uh in our journeys not just in faith but also in our lives as well just going forward in normal day life so so yeah man like i'm absolutely enjoying this um so much Question Trev, question. You you're you're still a young man yourself, uh, twenty three years old, looking fresh, by the way. Um, <laughs> but what advice would you give to young Christian footballers coming through the ranks of any any level? What advice would you give them uh, moving forward and how to try and better their careers?
2: I just saying, putting 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 God first, putting Jesus first. That's the main thing. And as I said, positive. Like I'll keep saying it, like positive. What, whatever comes out of your mouth, positive. What if you think positive, your actions positive. If you have a bad game, pick yourself up, go again, like and just believe. Just just mm. have that belief in yourself. If like, you know if 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 God and Jesus is with you, who who can be against you, you know? Like
1: mm-hmm.
2: no 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 weapon shall shall prosper, you know? Like just believe that you have you have that that, that shield
0: you're amen covered.
2: Of Jesus, you're, you're, you're covered like nothing nothing's gonna like hurt you or just, just keep positive keep going I'll just say that then everything else will take care of itself like your talent will come through the gift that we have right now will come through
0: beautiful man <laughs> this has been mad encouraging you know <laughs>
1: no, was, oh, literally, I'm sitting there I'm looking at Kenya like my man is just Mama's soaking it all in, bro. You know no, what I mean? Man? Honestly, like,
0: man. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the listeners like that. If you apply the things that are being discussed right now and how the spirit how the spirit is flowing right now, like this is this is gonna change our lives. I like, we oh, I
2: literally just felt something coming to me again, you know. Hallelujah, <laughs> <I laughs> bro. Something. before we literally, when we were praying, I was literally praying in my mind as well, that the Holy Spirit come upon me. Hallelujah, let me bro. like like whoever's gonna be watching or listening to this like let me really talk like talk through me to help them you know. Amen. Like, that's what that's what's happening right now. Like it's feelings. Like I'm smiling inside right now, man.
0: Wow, that's the I, Holy I, Spirit, bro.
1: And I know I love this. Is why I love this part because you be,
0: you won't
2: get
1: to see this after a match or during mm. Chelsea media day because mm. you've got. You've got a job to do.
2: you still yeah. got a job to do in those I wish I could though. as well. I wish. i say, yeah. depending on the type of questions, like, I always try to involve God, involve like positive things in there, you know? Mm-hmm. As I said, like you've seen a lot of things. A lot of footballers are coming out. A lot of Christians are coming out. and Beautiful. And, and showing their faith. And as, at the end of the day, we want to wanna save lives. We want to change lives, you know? that's That's a, that's our mission we're, we're on here for. And how
0: and has how your faith affected the way you see? and play football uh, I see
2: um, I would say in terms of playing football I think before I would go into a game worried a bit mm. nervous and um, so things like that like having that that doubt where now is I see it as I'm covered with the blood of Jesus he's He's, he's with me like as I said this, this posit- so the positivity like that's how I that's how I see it now and and for me, going into the game, I also pray for the other team as well, funny enough. Like, wow. I don't want to see any injuries on both mm. sides. That's what I said. Like, for me, I don't try, I don't see it as a selfish, I don't want to be selfish. I want to see it as, we're all, although we're competing against each other, but we're all we're all brothers. Like, we're all, like, I don't want the, the, anything bad to happen on the pitch or bad injuries or things like that. So, I always pray for the world, just literally for the world, yeah. you know, not just yeah. myself.
1: That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Like people forget that, you know. Like uh, we're supposed to pray for the people we necessarily don't like, or pray for our enemies as well. Um, yeah, and it, like, so yeah, we, it, it's beautiful to hear that. Um, just on the playing thing, have you? Okay, so I want to I want to tell a quick story. Quick, quick story. In my short Sunday league football career, um, I had this moment <laughs> where. In a cup final, uh, which we end up winning, uh, praise God. Mm. Uh, in a cup final, I had this moment where everything kind of like became slow-mo. And like, I saw like a shining light on the path that I was supposed to run. So there was a corner coming in um, that we was defending. Uh, we cleared the ball. One of my teammates ends up getting the ball and going on a, on a run on the counter-attack. And I just saw everything just slowed down. I'm on like the byline here. I'm on like the, the, the front post. I just see everything slow down. I just see this like path just open up. I'm sprinting at like full pace here, just full speed going forward. And like, I was remember running, running and then my teammate takes on like two, three guys gets past them and plays the ball forward to me. And I was running with the ball. And then I just have this moment where I just saw the goal. The goalkeeper was in the net. It was one-on-one. I see the goal and I see this like gold box of where the area where I was supposed to shoot the ball. So I just shot the ball in that area. I we it goes in, it's the final goal of the game. We end up winning 6-4 after extra time. And it was the final goal. That was a goal for us that like, like killed off the game. And I just remember this moment, it's like the Lord, like what on earth? Like it's just happened. <laughs> like i so like, have you ever had like a moment like that on the pitch where it's just like God is just clearly just showing you something? You just you just execute.
2: I think my my debut goal, you know. Oh, I That moment. You know, when I just had something, as I was driving with the ball, something in my ear. And obviously the fans were saying, shoot, but there's something before that. It's mm-hmm. like a voice. Amen. It was, oh my gosh. Like, as you said, when you saw my celebration, I just dropped down to my knee. I, I, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, there's so much things running through my head. I was just saying, thank you, number one. Number two, all of like the struggles I went through. Everything just flashing through mm. my, head, like so fast. Like I didn't know what to do. I just literally just dropped and started crying. Man, it was yeah, it was unbelievable that feeling as well. Yeah, wow, man. Bad. That's better. Wow. Like knowing that
1: you guys like this. Is what people don't understand: we are everyone is so similar. We are so similar no about what, what profession, or what yeah. level we will play at. We, I played the highest level. I played was Sunday League. I won one league, which is like division three and a cup, you know what I mean? Or a, sh- or a shield the, that was called. But yet because we're both in Christ, we both experienced something within yeah. football that not many people could experience. That, that's, that's matter. I just love that relatability that that we have as a family, you know, that, that we can mm-hmm. do similar things, different levels, but God cares about everything that we do. So he doesn't care more because you played for the Premier League and I played Sunday League when I was, was seventeen, he didn't care more. He mm-hmm. said, "No, I care for both of you equally."
2: So just hearing yeah. that, I'm just like, "Yo, like that's." I for, sure, I for sure believe that 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 moment there was written already, mm-hmm. because it's like me trying to do that again. That because that <laughs> strike was it's not easier. But as I said, that it just felt like that moment was written. Like like the way I hit the ball, everything was just literally just perfect. Like I still can't believe it to this day. Like, how did I hit the ball like that? Like I've but never yeah. hit a ball like that before. That's how I just feel like, as I said, that that voice in there, the action, everything was written. Like it was written.
0: Hmm. It's crazy because I also had that. Mo- I had a moment like that this season. I was going through a bit of a hard time, in and out of the team, and uh, I had an injury as well. I did my MCL. I was at, luckily what? was praying and. Luckily it was I was literally out for three weeks. There was supposed to be a couple of months out for three wow. weeks. Um and I remember like it was like this is my opportunity. And I remember like, Lord, like I just want you to shine. Like, listen, I don't know what's gonna happen, don't know how it's gonna happen, but I'm just gonna prepare and do my best and we'll see what happens. I remember playing that game. I got the ball on the left, and a voice said, cut inside and bang it. That's it. Just cut inside and bang it. And it, was, and it was like the ball was on its way, on the way. It was like on its way. And it was like, just, now is the time. So it was like in my ear, I was hearing now is the time. And I was thinking like, wow, Lord. And it came, came inside. Bam. Bam. And as soon as that happened, like, you know, like you just, you can only, you can't experience a feeling of a goal. Like a goal is like just all the emotions come like, like you just feel like something just releases out of you. And I remember getting the shimpad out, the ball isn't got shimpad, putting it out in the in the thing, like saying like, this is Christ. And I was just like, wow, like that was Christ in me. That wasn't even me. Like that was just Christ that just, that did that. And I
2: had as well. It wasn't me. Beautiful, man. Beautiful, I like this man.
1: Why I love God and I love this sport. Two greatest things on the planet, man. I swear, man, this is, love that. Absolutely love that. Um, Guys, if you're enjoying the, uh, enjoying the pod, Make sure in the comment section below, you are telling us what you've been inspired by. Tell us uh, your favorite mm-hmm. moments of the podcast. Tell us what kind of subjects and topics you would like to see us cover in the Boys and God podcast and on the channel uh, moving forward as well. We'd love to have your feedback as well. Uh, smash the like button for Trev, uh, big Trev up in here. You know what I'm saying, Come on Now big up, big up, and uh, and yeah, guys, keep keep listening. Uh, we've got a little bit of time left, and we're gonna ask some. Quick fire questions, get Trevor's thoughts on a couple of things, and then we'll be seeing it out. So this is the, the first one's the, the nice one I like to do. I am I am determined to create an Instagram tournament after we are done with these teams. Um so Trev, what is your ultimate five side team? You can pick a, a player from any era, any timeline, any club, wherever you want. Five aside, five players. Who would you pick to beat those five?
2: In goal, I would say... I or i will pay a check. Defenders, yeah. I would say... Sergio Ramos, prime Sergio Ramos.
1: Ooh, okay. The dark arts.
2: Thiago Silva. Definitely them two. Um, I'll go okay. in the middle. I'll go middle... Bro, Iniesta. Okay,
1: mm. and who's, your, who's your attacker then? Who's your
2: striker? Attacker. It's got to be Ronaldo, man.
1: Okay. That Fat is...
2: Ronaldo, though. Fat Ronaldo. Oh, yeah, i <laughs> <answering laughs> Fat <laughs> Ronaldo. Brazilian on... <laughs> Ronaldo. Brazilian
1: right <laughs> Ronaldo. Um, yeah. oh, oh, yo. That is the most like, strategically thought bro, out this
2: one. this is like... interesting, yeah, bro. Yeah. Man yeah. picked two defenders, you know. Two defenders, yeah. I had to to lock it up in there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. you're not getting past and you got R9 there, please score and you got in your stop. To yo. go with two defenders. To be fair,
1: remember Trev is part of the defenders' union. That's why I look, that's why it's so interesting.
2: I had to go to Defenders so. Oh,
1: yeah. Yo, Ooh, okay. I'm telling but, you guys, this tournament that that we'll make sure that I gets picked William... on we'll see how far we'll see how far it goes I'm looking forward to it that's a very interesting team um, very interesting team indeed um, question so what's it like to be one of the best dressed ballers in the game because we see your style bro. you know what I'm saying you see the hair you see the outfits come on now bro. for me I,
2: I see as as I said before like everyone's got style I don't think another player doesn't have style because that's just the way they like to dress you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they don't have style, but that, I just see yes, that's just where they like to dress. And for me, am i the best? I don't know. I tried to, <laughs> I try to like give people like just my type of vibe and and, and stuff. But, but yeah, like there's so many good dress ballers out there, man. Like as you said, like it's coming in more and more into football. Like I would say back in the day, it was just literally football, but now people are starting to. I think Hector Bellerin just paved the way, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Boy, don't forget I'm the heritage there. of Bex. Yo, Bex is heritage I'm Beckham, at the fashion be game.
2: Beckham as well. He was up there.
1: Yeah, yeah, was up yeah. There. man was wavy. Man mm. had man had boys of all different cultures doing up <laughs> hairstyles that don't make no sense.
0: <laughs> wow, man. So oh, true. Man. And what and what's what's your favorite position, bro? Like I know what I've played against, I've played against you and you played centre back. But Uh, I think you also went into midfield as well. I think you were playing six as well, one game that we played. I think we was away. What stadium did you play? Under-23s? What What stadium was that? uh, Was it Oldershop? Could have been Oldershop. Could have been
2: Oldershop. Yeah. But um, position. I'll say centre-back for sure. But Mm. because I played so many positions, I played right back. I played midfield as well. For me, as you see, as wherever the manager puts me, wherever he's, I'll just try and do my best, you know. And obviously, having those three positions is very good for a player to like, you know, that manager can trust you and you know they can put you in there and you can can do well. So, yeah, just I, I would say center back, but wherever I get played, if you told me to go up front, I'll try to do my best. <laughs> you were a striker before, innit? Well, yeah, yeah you're back, back the years. But yeah, you, a, yeah center mm. back for sure, though. Center back. Yeah, nice. The defending, the tackling, all of that is, I like doing that, you know. So, yeah. that's so interesting
0: you're speaking about this because. Like as players nowadays, like especially when I was coming through at United, like they, they put us in a lot of positions so you could feel what that position was like. Like, for example, they put me right back to feel what it was like to play underneath me as a winger, like to feel what it was like. Oh, okay. Um, you know what I mean? To know to know how to yeah, you know, yeah. you see it from a different perspective, in it. Like when you close that line, close that line of pass, like you can you can get different different um perspectives. Um, but also for you, like coming going into the first team, especially with so many talented players, like do you think that benefited you to to break through into that first team?
2: I think I think for sure because I remember when I was at Chelsea, I played centre back through well, um through the youth cups, the the Champions League's centre back. But then obviously when I went to my first team, Ipswich, went into midfield now, and that's why I said like mm. it was tough because playing the midfield in the Championship position, well, I played probably one. Probably three times max in academy, but then going into the men's game, it was tough, man. But then that, that toughness helped me. Like that different, that other side of the game—the tackling, the running—that mm. I mean, helped me. Like it helped my ball retention as well. Like the ball at my feet better. That's why for yeah. centre back, like I got good technique, you know. But I think those loans—the Ipswich, Huddersfield—the two years in the Championship, then I went abroad to France. That's when yeah. I really. Because I played before there, like a, like a, literally a 6-8 slash eight getting into the box. That's what really mm. yeah, helped, like you, technically you had, as well.
1: You had a very good season in uh, FC Lorient that year and as well. And that's what, maybe.
2: that that season was there, then I kicked on from there. Like mm. that gives me confidence. Because yeah. I always said to myself, like obviously playing the champ two years, I'm thinking, nah, I can't play in, in the champ again because I've done it two years. I know I can do it. Let me just, I wanted to just test myself, you know. So I just wanted something new and obviously Lorient came in. I said I looked at the league, Lyon, PSG. You're playing like Champions League squads against Champions League teams. I was thinking, yeah, like I just felt so confident. Like this is it. Like this is a make or break. So if I do well, yeah. then I knew like boom, this could. Even if I wasn't gonna start Chelsea, well I have teams because had the yeah, time I thought yeah, yeah. if I was because I was literally I was coming into from that um, from that Lorient. Um, spell coming into a Champions League, they won a Champions League that, that season, the, the season before. So, I was thinking in my head,
1: Yes, boy, pff,
2: this is gonna be hard. You have Rudy, you have Thiago Silva mm. and Jazz Zuma. Like, mm. I was, thinking, boy, it's gonna be yeah. a hard job, but I said, Let's just give it a try. You never know, you know. So, I was yeah. just back from that loan going into Chelsea. Now, I, I, literally, I just said, and the funny thing is, because of the Euros, players came back in late, so they had an extra. So that there paved the pathway for me. Like all mm-hmm. the long players getting to train with the first team, sure was there. I was thinking, you know what, Trev, you never know. Like, let me just work hard, do my best in training, and I ended up doing well in training, playing all. I played the most minutes in the preseason game, started uh, the um, Super Cup, then started mm-hmm. in the in the uh, in, um, oh, Palace, and yeah. still, like even before then, I was they were unsure because they weren't. Because I was literally talking to other teams that were gonna sell me, they were literally gonna sell me as well. But then because I was doing so well, they kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. Then the manager said, No chance, he's not going anywhere. After that, wow. uh, palace games.
1: Yeah, I actually remember when Chelsea won the Champions League, and then I I was speaking to Chelsea fans and they're like, I'm excited because Trevor's coming back as well. And I was just like, Okay, you know what? And then I did a little did a, did a little look at how he was doing. I was like, Yeah, okay, this. Did Trevor, this Trevor, travel kid, looking, looking good. You know, okay, okay. Let's see what they, let's see what he can do. And obviously, he scored that that banging first goal. And I was like, you know, okay, all right. Let's see, <laughs> how, let's see how it goes now. Then you know what I mean. Let's see how it goes now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I I, I, I love that. I love that story. That's that was pretty cool, especially going to another country as well and and, and banging. Ah. That must be a different feeling. Kenji knows all about that actually.
2: Uh, <laughs> but
1: talk about Kenji besides Kenji who is the toughest opponent you've ever faced (laughs) and why
2: I would have seen Luis Diaz but obviously after playing Matoma I think Matoma man
1: ooh Ooh, Matoma because
2: last because I got asked this question before and it was Luis Diaz Mm. because I remember I played in the Caraba Cup and um, the FA Cup final last season and I was against Luis Diaz both games he was one of the toughest but I will say Matoma this guy's it's really... so it's so interesting yeah. that you know Lewis yeah you know, Billy Gilmy used to, he used to be at Chelsea. Obviously. Yeah, Billy, really, yeah. I was thinking to him after the game that they that they beat us 2 one he was saying he trains with a GoPro on his head. Wow. He trains for really? <laughs> GoPro on his head to see defenders' movements, their footworks, how to shift his body. Yeah, that he's got a degree in dribbling.
1: Like, that is true. That's why he did his final degree in uh, in mm. at
2: university. He did it in a yeah, 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 GoPro yeah. on that is mad. He goes on the studies, like, defenders' football. footwork. Yeah,
0: I need to reach out to him, bro.
2: <laughs> Yo! It's mad, it's mad. Yo, Yo. He's been lighting up this year as yeah, well. He's, he's been man.
0: absolutely Man's got a degree in dribbling. That yeah. is mad.
1: He did his final university project on dribbling. He did his thesis on dribbling, wow. bro. Yeah, I'll
2: tell And it was funny oh. as
1: well. He said in the interview, it wasn't because he was like, Overly passionate about dribbling. It was just the easiest thing to do, so I did it.
2: <laughs> oh <that's sighs> bad. Oh, man! No, nah, that's, that's lit.
1: Mad. That's mad. Matoma, big up Matoma, man. He's been, he's been on. Yeah, he's been seven.
0: lit. Very, very. He's been on flames. Player. I'm happy for him, man. Mm-hmm. And who's your and who's your favorite player ever,
2: and why? Favorite ever player. I'd say. It's between either i said say Tiago Silva, you know, because these times mm. in school, I w- literally we didn't work by be on YouTube watching these clips. Tiago Silva's center back clips. I used mm. to love this guy, man. And now he plays play <laughs> Ace Milan times, especially Ace Milan. Yeah. Tiago Silva, boy. Literally it... Every day in school. And now look, I'm playing with him. Like, when need that's, that's what I was looking forward to. Obviously, mm. um, when I came to Chelsea last, um, last season, my baby season, I was like, I'm going to be. Literally, alongside my idol, playing with my. Yeah. Idol. Wow, God Yo, is good. So, so what was
1: your like first conversation with him? Because, like, obviously, it doesn't. I, speak. I
2: ended up. I told him, like, like you're my idol, and I used to watch you in in school and YouTube, and that, and <laughs> you was just laughing. We said, yeah. yeah you. <laughs> we just said, yeah, I'm gonna help. I'm just gonna help you. That's obviously a legend like him. Just, just players like that. You just have to. I see as young players, It's not just through really, like. Football, you can learn, like, just watch them off the pitch, talk to them, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like, just everything, you know. And obviously, it was good because obviously, I can speak a little bit of French playing, and um, he speaks mm, French, so yeah, yeah, helps me in that as well. But yeah, it's been, it's been amazing, man. From watching, what's the
0: biggest thing that you learned from him, bro?
2: Um, I would just say he's positioning, man, like, mm. where to be, like, obviously, you're not at the age, you're not going to have that that speed, or, but the thing is, you never see him get outpaced or... He's like a John Terry, John Terry, because he obviously need, didn't have the pace in that, but it's just their positioning there.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, back? Back, in, yeah, back, yeah in, back, back. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. As I said, like, those two type of players, they're just, their positioning sense was just crazy. Like, you never really saw them get outpaced or they're just there at the right time. Like it's a good sweep but yeah, no, I think just positioning heading as well. His heading is unbelievable,
1: yeah, yeah. Some the of the timing, goal line
2: clearances. everything, defending Some... head, like defending heading. That's what I learned off him a lot. Like, just the timing, the, how he heads it, the technique, all of that. Like, I tried to ask him to, to teach me,
1: yeah, man. That's mad. my goal line clearances he's done for Chelsea over the last like three yeah. years have been mad as well. Um, and you know what, yeah, you have to be of a level of caliber if Dave and AJ Tracy are going to name a song after you, bruv. That is. That is levels, man. I actually like that Tiago <laughs> Silva song. It's very, very good song. Um, yeah, good song. Yeah. Question. What is your favourite Bible verse and why?
2: I think I like... Can I say like a story? Like, you know, there's a story of Job. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, for me, that's one of my favourites, I think. Because mm. obviously, as, as you know, God gave the permission for saying to... To do all those type of things to him, but what happened in the end? He still kept strong. He still kept God first, no matter what happened to him. The diseases, killing of his family members. Like for me, I just see it as no matter what you go through, just always praise, always thank Him. Like don't say, "Oh God, why? Like why did You do this? Why did You do that? I can't believe You've done this." This that, like just keep him positive. As I said, that's where I get this that positive mindset from, mm. no matter what you go through and the main thing he, he was still alive he didn't die
1: yeah that's that's faithful you know
2: so so yeah, that's, that's my favorite mind. i think yeah
1: that's that's big that's big and then there's there's another question about relating to bible as well which is that if you could put yourself in one event in the bible what would it be like if you could be around to experience and see mm. something happen in the old old or new testament what what <sighs> would it be I know what mine is I don't know what yours can do I already got I already got mine like lock an event Ooh. I
2: would say I think the Samsung. Ooh. okay I think there I'd So when you have something treasure it like obviously you know mm. you have the power and you said like don't take it for granted like there's a reason why you got this this gift and this. So don't when he tells you not to do this, but then you go and um, fall in the trap of women or whatever that that scenario. But when you have something, treasure it like and listen. Like there's a reason why you have got this. So I, that's the story. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. the thing. I like nah, I like
1: that. I
2: like that,
1: I like that a lot, you, bro. Can you watch yours? Never ask you that question. Watch yours. <laughs>
0: I think, I think for me, it's definitely just the, I would love to just expect, like, obviously not to have experienced it, but just to actually see Jesus. Like mm-hmm. if I was to just see him and see how he was just doing his miracles and mm-hmm. like, there's obviously a specific, but I, I would, I would want to see like a, just a simple one of like the fish turning the fish around or like the, what, what, water into wine and just seeing that experience and just being around it and seeing how he acts and what he does and just just seeing that like that would just be surreal man
1: i would be mad mine mine is ah uh, i would love to see david look the... after oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly the,
2: just imagine just that so, little, just little thing little, you had just, Oh. he probably would have doubted, he probably would have doubted, he said, how on earth am I going to be able to just use this But Faith. But that's, but that's
1: the mad that thing is, faith, I didn't think innit? he did. Faith. Like, that's how much faith he had. He probably was like, you know I can do this because I'm with God it. And just mm. to see like this little boy walk in front of all these and men. Giant. In their Rama, and giant. <laughs> and he's got this giant in front of him and he's the only one saying, yo, I'm having it today. Crazy. Me and you. The only one to do... Just seeing that, I'd be like, yo...
2: And people around him must be thinking, what is this little... What's this guy doing?
1: <laughs> He's, <supposed laughs> He's this he little was. ute then, coming through with his little pebble and slingshot, <laughs> and then he lick off man's head. Now, man, I need to see it. I need to see it. 100%. 30, I need to see That's it. That's how
2: powerful the faith is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. It, was Amen. A, it
1: was a very... For me, a very symbolic moment in in the life of, like, a young Christian, like, for me, when I am growing up, like, just knowing that God can use you at such an age... When you're seen as lower than all of your brothers, mm. or lower than all your peers, he can bring you out of there and be like, actually, no, you are going to be the one to defeat this enemy. But not only that, you're going to go and become king of, of a nation. That powerful,
0: powerful, man.
1: Powerful, powerful. powerful. But powerful. yeah, yo, Kenji, I want to let you uh, ask the final two questions out the, uh, of the day, man, because this has been an amazing part. An amazing part.
0: Now, nah, honestly, Trev, this has been lit, man. And for everyone that's listening to this as well, like I hope you've been blessed. Um, I hope that you've been sensitive to what the spirit is telling you. Cause I believe like there was a word in here that was specific for you that is listening to this. Cause I got something specific for me and um, that I needed. Um, so I'm I'm really, really encouraged. But Trev, I've got, what do you think of the, the goal is ballers in God
2: movement itself? Oh, it's very, I think it's I think it's very good, man. It's just bringing like Christian everyone together, seeing the works of different um, players, having these obviously the, the meetings. The because I've been in one meeting as well, Bible study meeting. Just having just bringing bringing everyone together, like for the for the same cause, you know. Like it's not like everyone's everyone's been in obviously different situations on the outside, but then coming together, knowing that you have that peace, knowing that you have those brothers that can help you, like know what you're going through but just like sharing the, sh- just sharing our moments you know that like, everyone can see because like, everyone knows about ballers in God now like it's becoming big and big and I hope the Lord carries on using it in these in his in his name.
0: Amen bro that is amazing to hear because yeah ballers in God has changed my life honestly like this is where um I've really experienced Jesus and, and he's I continue to grow and eat from this place where God has just provided this platform. I'm so forever grateful for John for, for listening to the call and being obedient to the call um, because there's so many brothers that now come together every week, every day we pray. um, And it's just strengthened my faith. It's just, it's literally just to see Jesus, to experience Jesus. And that's what's so beautiful um, with the relation of football as well in our life. Um, but with that being said, bro, like how can the big community pray for you, bro?
2: Um, I would just say to give me the strength to help others, to mm. because I'll share like, a, like a, a moment I had, I literally had a dream. So, obviously, everything I have, I have like a notepad, and every like something spiritual or a dream or something I had, I'll go through, I'll write it down on this day, so I don't I'll remember later on or. I can look back on it and I had a, literally, had a dream. This was around November times of, like Jesus said, this is Jesus calling my name. So I want you to speak to the, I want you to help the weak, meaning like the people that don't know too much about him or are struggling with the faith. That's what I pray. That's what I pray for, you know, like, that's why I want people to help me. Give me the strength to then talk to other people, to then try and save lives and save souls, you know?
0: Amen, bro. Amen. God will give you grace. God will, God will give you wisdom um, to really make that step. And, and, bro, that is just amazing to hear your heart, to just want to serve and to to, to be a light into the world. You know, we've been called to be lights. We've been called to to be the salt of the earth, you know, and that's all through God. That's all through Jesus in our life. So really appreciate that, bro. We as a big community will be praying for you. And um, we want to thank you for, for pouring your heart out here today as well. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, it's been amazing to, to hear your story. And we just are so proud of you, bro. We're so proud of you. and um, we're, we're, we're with you. Um, and we'll continue to just pray for you and support you in your in your journey, in your faith and also uh, with your football. So keep going, my bro. Keep
2: going. Yeah, thank you, keep man. going. Nah. God
1: bless you, I Appreciate your time here.
0: Uh, before we wrap up, Kenji...
2: if
1: you're a footballer what do you do if you want to join ballers and god
0: yeah if you're so yeah if you're a footballer or semi-professional footballer that desires to 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 know jesus uh, and to be surrounded with players that are on the same mission and to hear from jesus to to experience jesus um we are on zoom every week every wednesday we also have um link ups the way we link up and and we pray every morning uh sunday bible study so there's a lot of things that are that are going on behind the scenes so if you are please message the instagram page that you want in um, and we'll be in touch with you
1: uh, brilliant brilliant and guys in terms of the the podcast thank you so much for watching we appreciate you all remember to like the the video subscribe on, on youtube also, if you're listening on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, make sure you like it as well. Make sure you got the notifications on for when we go live every time with a new pod. More footballers coming through. Some new concepts coming through as well and something called Team Talks, which we'll, we'll be announcing very soon. And also, just to uh, follow the Ballers in God Instagram page to get to see more content, more of the Ballers in God, just just praising and worshiping Jesus while they do the, the thing that we love to watch, which is football. Um, Trevor, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. We support Amen. you. And uh, yeah, thank looking you. forward to where where you go on in the next next year, two year, three seasons. Like We're looking forward to how your career pans out. Everyone, have a wonderful week. May God bless you all. And we'll see you again soon.
0: Amen. And just before we go, KJ, if you could please just close us off um, in prayer that would be that would be amazing bro
1: of course how could i forget how could i forget you know what it is champions league in it
0: <laughs> okay dear lord i just
1: want to thank you for this moment i want to thank you for this time that we've had today uh in this podcast lord i pray that as people are listening, like, they really hear the words that was said today. They really hear the message that was sent through this, this podcast today, Lord. Lord, mm-hmm. I pray that they take it to their hearts and they're able to apply it in their lives. Lord, Lord, I pray you bring them positivity. You bring them hope. You bring them a future and a positive uh, mindset going into mm-hmm. whatever they have to deal with, Lord. Lord, I thank you for Trevor and his and, and his life. I thank you for what you've been putting on his heart recently. What what you what you've been calling him to do within the world of football. Lord, I pray that you can need to support him. Lord, I pray that you can give uh, continue to give him the guidance to go through the different areas of football and do what he needs to do. Lord, I pray that he's able to touch the hearts of many many people, not just his fellow footballers, but the but the coaches, the managers, the 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 boardroom the fans everyone around him lord i pray that they, they see you through trevor right now lord and 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 going forward that they know that that man right there represents christ lord and pray you continue lord. to use him in the way that you have been and, and 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 elevate him more lord give him more lord give him more strength give him more uh peace give him more um joy in his life so that he can be a, a, an example and a light to others lord Thank you for everything that the Boys in God podcast brings. And Lord, pray that you just keep expanding us, keep growing us, keep guiding us into giving the the people the content that you want us to put out for them, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. And I hope everyone has a wonderful week, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 God bless, guys.
1: God bless. This is actually the ending now. We'll see you later. (laughs)